Hey, everybody, and welcome back once again, because I'm sure anyone who possibly listens to this is a returning listener. There's little doubt in my mind. Uh, to the Better Kind Gamecast, episode number two, Electric Boogaloo. Uh, I am your host, uh, Corey. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm your host, Corey T. Wilson. Uh, with me to my immediate right is uh, right here. Mr. Christopher A. Stump. Yeah, I knew that was coming. Yeah, it was. And How are you doing, everybody? I think they're doing great. I think they're doing great. Yeah, wait. Yep, they gave me the high sign. They're doing great. Yep. Yep. Got yep. It. All right. All right. Hey, settle down. We're trying to do a podcast here. Sometimes they get unruly. You? Over there? Yeah. Next to him? Stephen Stewart? J. Howie. Stephen J.? Yeah. 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 What's the J stand for? Uh, Jumper. Josephine. I was going to throw jolly out there. Oh, is the word man. jolly, does the word jolly in itself carry a negative connotation these days? Uh, Most likely, yes. I mean, if somebody throws jolly at me, I'm going to accept the fact that I am rotund like Santa and just go along with it. Plus, yeah. you know, like the Kevin Smith story goes, you know, fat kids learn to be funny. And so jolly is no longer really an insult. It's just kind of, a, well, yeah, I did that to survive, folks. That's how I got through school without getting shivved. <laughs> <laughs> well, so. yeah, you did. You did come from Chicago. That's true. It's a rough neighborhood. Oh yeah, real rough in those you know those advanced classes where you know they <laughs> stick all the nerds in the corner and don't let any of the other kids get to them. That we practically had a guard posted at the door protecting our our intelligent little minds, as you know God. we were able to do algebra six months before other people, I guess. Anywho, yeah. Hey, we're here to talk about games. What? Right? What? You know, video games? Nah. Yeah, that stuff. What? Maybe. Let's see how many one-word sentences we can just scare people away from this podcast with. Hey. Indubitably. <laughs> Anywho, uh, yeah, so we're, uh, we, uh, we're here. We've survived episode number two. Uh, for all three of you who may have downloaded it, uh, you've been patiently awaiting, and hopefully that's going to pay can off. We, can we at least say four? Because all three of us did download it. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good point. All right, four. Four, at least four people, uh, we're going to tell ourselves. We are available on iTunes now. Yay! Yeah, so tell Ooh-hoo. your friends. Send them links and stuff. iTunes does links and things, right? I, Sometimes. If you Google them, you can't come up with a dang thing, but maybe nah. on the iPhones and devices that people have. Anywho. Yep. Hey, Chris. Yes. What you been playing this week, man? What have I or, been I'm sorry, playing? What have you been playing this past two weeks? Since we are in uh, every other week. Ah, uh, yes. We're bi-weekly now. Yeah. Well. What does bi-weekly mean every other week or every two weeks? What is semi-weekly? I never, I don't ever hear anyone use semi-weekly. Yeah, but. I hear weekly and bi-weekly. bi-weekly so one and two. I bet, I bet you it can mean both. I bet you it's one of those things where everybody gets so confused that, you know, somebody <laughs> over at Merriam-Webster just went, you know what? Screw it! Give it to them! But anyway. What anyway. You, what have you been playing? I recently picked up. The new game, uh, new to Steam, not new to Nudist X- Nudist Steam. Nudist Steam. Do they new- have a special d- version of Steam for Nudist? Yes. Oh my is it God. is it Steam really big picture? Here ah, we go. Yeah. Here we go. You like that? Yeah. All right. I did like Nudist Steam. I am playing Dust, the Elysium Tale. An Elysium, Elysium. They pronounce it Elysium. El- they say Elysium. Okay. So if I say Elysium, I'm just Elysium. I'm over. Now you're making me second guess. I'm pretty sure you're talking about the movie. Now, what blew me away just now when uh, when we were all consulting Wikipedia because we're such well learned individuals (laughs) about this game because we didn't want to stick our foot too far down our throats is that I've been hearing about this game for months and months and months because, like you said, it came out last year on Xbox and I have just now had my mind blown by the fact that Tail 
is spelled T A I L and not T A T A L E. Which you I, would think it'd be T A L E. You, you, that's you, how they get you. Yes, that that's is. the hook. Yeah, I'm, here's what I'm thinking. <laughs> Your companion is like a flying squirrel-looking character. <laughs> is it named Rocky? Uh, no, it's a girl. Well, Rocky was voiced by a girl. I'm not even going to respond to that. I'm so way before your time now. Yeah. You weren't even a twinkle in your... Yeah. Are you talking about the dinosaurs? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Anyway, yes, the I thing am. has a tail, so I'm wondering... I, I can't remember if the main character has a tail or not. I he saw might. the words anthrop- anthropomorphic somewhere in the first three sentences of the Wikipedia page, so... What the... Oh, yeah. That was throwing that right out at me. So it's about anthropomorphic animals. They yes. think they're people, too. And you know what? What really caught me in this game... First of all, it's action RPG, but it's kind of like a side-scroller, two-dimensional thing. Yeah. But they play the side-scroller game with an actual world map, which is interesting. Yeah. And I'm not even I'm not going to go into that for reasons because I don't have it fully explained. But um, I uh, there is one important part that. I just lost my train. That's because we're sitting here signaling yeah. to each other. We're using. Okay, a, I was talking. I was going to talk I'm about waving semaphore flags <laughs> over here to, at Howie while you're talking. I was going to talk. It's the soundtrack and the storytelling this game has. Right. First of all, uh, the combat is great. Which, but it's you know, it's like any other combat. It's, you do combos. You kill a bunch of monsters at once. Hey, I you love do, doing combos and killing a bunch of monsters at once. It's actually fun. Is it? Is it really actiony? Like I hit button and attack takes place. It's not. You hit one and a special move happens. It's you have to sequence your movements and your dodge abilities with mouse clicks. So, is it somewhere like along the lines of like the the seminal action games of today, like Devil May Cry or God of War, where uh, yeah. I know, maybe maybe even almost Arkham Asylum, where it's like you know, attack, attack, you know, light attack, light attack, dodge, heavy attack, or kind, I'm going to say yes and no. Okay, I'll give you an example of one of the moves. If you do. Left mouse button, right mouse button. I can see myself doing that. Right. Right. You'll hit them down, and then you'll hit them up. So you've already started a combo, and then you can jump and then continue your combo in the air Yeah. for more points, and they're stunned, all this stuff. Are you juggling at that point? No, you have a big old sword, and you're just doing work. No, I mean, like, are you juggling them in the air with your sword? That's a term. I guess. Are they they continually in the air while you're beating them senseless? Yes, you are. Are numbers flying out of them? Yep. Well, good. That's also it's RPG style damage and leveling up all that stuff. Yeah. But anyway, juggling is a term that came from fighting games when you you know hit a guy once and then he's defenseless while you win the round and then you're caused caused a cheater and quarters go flying. Finish him. Yeah. Flawless victory. I just I had to say. Yeah, I don't blame you. But I wanted I needed to make a point about the soundtrack in this game because the music is really well done, and as I was looking at my Wikipedia cheat sheet. I read... What? No. There is... The soundtrack is 37 tracks of 1.79 hours of just music. Oh, wow. And this is a little $12 game. 1.79 hours. That's pretty substantial. Uh, That's just music. I mean, a lot of it's background music, but they have... It's like the real epic adventure style music. Yeah, does it kind of does it kind of like pick up and with like prompting with the things that you're doing? Like a battle starts and the music changes and stuff like that. But I... I'm not really one. I know you are different when you played Bioshock Infinite. You sat there and noticed, hey, I hear a song playing, blah, blah, blah. Well, uh, yeah, but Bioshock is kind of one of those odd ducks where they put music in there that's almost 
although they did everything they could to make it uh, and, and did a very good job of make it flow with what you're doing. It's also music that very, I don't want to give away any spoilers because that game's way too new, but it's also very clearly meant for, if you notice, you're meant to notice. If you don't notice, you're not right. meant to know. You know, it's one of those things, that if, if you know it, love it, and if you don't, you don't need to worry about it. Point being, though, you notice. I did. And I'm not But I'm, I'm a musicaholic, especially with classic I'm music. I'm not someone so. like that. Yeah. See, for me to sit, and I just finished Killing a Mob, and I'm listening to the music, and I was like... I'm going to stop playing for a second and listen to this. Really? That's how much it drew me in because it's that real pump you up like background music. Yeah. It's it's really well done. What style what style is it? Why don't you sing a little bit for us? Yeah. It's hum, not, hum a few it's, bars. It's orchestral. Here wait, let, let me Where's my where's oh. my harmonica? I'll give you a, I'll give uh, you yeah, a if you see. can give me that, that'd be great. <laughs> I, I need a, boy, I need I a new harmonica. That. that sounded terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I was inhaling or exhaling, but it sounded broken. Anyway, anyway. Is, it, is it like a classical arranged symphonic style or is it like, you know, like techno, it, heavy guitar? I would say it's a mix. It's a mi- Really? I would say it's okay. because well, I mean, one, I'm not very far in this game. Right. But there's a lot of twists and turns as far as the story goes. And at this point, you don't know if you're a good guy or a bad guy. Oh, so interesting here's i'm not even i can't spoil anything because i don't know but (laughs) the way you're playing right now it makes you think you're a good guy yeah and then certain events make you think you're a bad guy and you it makes you wonder where's the story going what the heck's going on but at the same time it's like you're just there for the adventure anyway right so you're not really making life choices it's just you're learning about your past yeah and you're trying to figure yourself out and at the same time, you think you're doing good, but you might have done stuff bad. That's I like that kind of thing. It's it's like a mystery. It, I mean, I've never played a game like this, which is so it's new for me, and I'm enjoying every bit of it. And this is only thirteen dollars, people. Yeah, pick it up for thirteen bucks. Yeah. it's worth it. Yeah, I uh, that, that reminds me, and and you know, probably if if anyone ever listens to this, I probably turn a few people off by making this comparison. But the way you're describing it kind of reminds me of the first time I played through uh, Star Wars: Knights of the Old Republic, the uh, the first in the franchise. Oh yeah, and uh, the fact that you know the I'm going to spoil it for you folks. So if anybody's <laughs> planning on getting around to that one, oh. just be aware. I'm going to I'm going to throw out some I'm going to throw out some spoils. Um, there goes our fourth listener. We're down to just us again. I just bought the LucasArts pack! <laughs> um, uh, uh, well, you, essentially, you, you come to find out that the big, horrible, bad presence, you know, bad guy that went before is you. Right. And you, the character. But there's like there's things that are kind of unlocking along the way. And, of course, a big thing in that game was uh, whether you're choosing kind of the light path or the dark path. And there right. was kind of a... Even if... Even if you could really leave it up to late game decisions to uh, affect the ending, you were still always making decisions that impacted certain things, like whether or not you could even recruit a uh, party member based on those things early on. And I've always, I've always kind of liked that. You know, I yeah, I can pick whether or not I'm going to play the good guy or the bad guy, but I love it when there's some exposition, there's some meat for what's gone before because. Even if I don't find out until later, what that ultimately means is if I chose to be the good guy, I didn't know it, but I just played a redemption story. Yeah. And that's kind of cool. And if I tried to go the bad guy, you know, I didn't know it, but 
I'm playing a story that's all about the fact that, you know, nature cannot change. Yeah. And and I love just, I love it, like, when I'm investing a lot into a character, I'm investing a lot into the progression of a story, for someone to, like, throw some extra meat onto that to make me go, ah. Because that way, I am in control, but there's, you know, I'm completely in control, but there's more to it than that. That gives it that added bit of depth. And I really, I really like sticking my teeth into that. Yeah. Games like that, I mean... It's kind of like a movie. If you don't expect it, you're going to enjoy it. Right. If you can call it from the first scene, then, yeah, whatever. You're just there for an action scene. Yeah. And the or upside, a sex scene. The upside right. in the... Well, naturally. <laughs> that's why I'm into most movies. Now, the upside, to, the upside to the fact in games is even if you call it from the beginning, you can still control the game. You can still play the right. game. You know, whereas with the movie, it's kind of like... I, it's happening. It's, you know, what, I can't do anything about ironically, it. Ironically, you say the hap, you say happening, uh, uh, which is an M Night Shyamalan film. The happening wasn't that a film? One of his? I don't. I believe know. so. Sure. Yeah. The the worst moment for what for the phenomenon that you just heard of figuring out a movie early was when I saw the village, and I figured out. Oh what, yeah. I figured out the movie during the opening credits, and the whole time <laughs> sat there pouting with my arms crossed. I had not read a thing. I was there with my family seeing this film, and opening credits i had it completely figured out and i was so angry and i won't go into the long diatribe of like the very natural little things that i happened to notice that made me go wait a second hold on but i sat there with my i was so positive that i was right i sat there with my arms crossed the whole time and of course that was right about the twist in that movie and i think i think i went from being a Shyamalan fan right then to being one of the people who just can't (laughs) stand his movies and i saw the last airbender in theaters i opened up that can of worms i I exposed myself to that i would get into that but that's that we need a movie cast for that (laughs) because i would like to comment on hey hey we're free jacking it here i I think we need to move on to howie and see what he's playing howie what you've been playing over there buddy well steve j howie i don't know what that means Um, that's your name yeah. It was given to you by your parents what? upon your birth. No. I we can probably find the paperwork. Uh may, maybe. Um so yeah, the things that I've been playing mostly in between diaper changes and and what have you. Uh Kingdom Rush for the he, iPad. He, he had a surgery yesterday. I, did. <laughs> I it is pretty annoying that I have to wear a diaper. And it's hard to find Try being in this little yeah. try being in this little recording booth with you. <laughs> uh-huh. yeah. I'm just saying. Yeah, I've let them rip like 10 times already. Graphic, um, yeah. <laughs> well, that's why there's the diapers. The diapers on. ripping. <laughs> I don't know what else that can metaphorically mean. What? Huh? Uh, Kingdom King Rush. Kingdom Rush. Yes. iPad. Yeah. Yes. Um, and a uh, pretty big fan. It's a uh, tower defense. Yes. Um, that's uh, kind of uh, medievalish. Could I be a complete jerk and 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 input that I would say the quintessential tower defense on quintessential quintessential tower defense on iPad. Yes. And I've played me a few of them. Yeah, so have Because I. it was like the first game I bought on my iPad. Not as and many I was as you, but yeah. Constantly jonesing to get back to an experience like that, and they are few and far between. Yeah, and, the, and this uh, is pretty pretty awesome. Um, yeah. It gives you a lot of uh, upgradability per tower, and, uh, you know, you, you got a hero you can play with, uh, and then the uh, little dudes you can put down. The uh, little dude. I forget what they're called. Villagers. The villi- Minions. Villagers. Yeah. yeah. It's a great, it's a great yeah. mix. It's a fixed tower, tower defense game. Yes, it's not an tower. open field. Fixed path. Which I kind of like, because then I don't really have to yeah, worry I don't, about I don't want to funnel dudes. Right. I just want to kill dudes. Yes, kill them. Kill them I'm, I'm okay with some games where I'm funneling people, but it, I, they really, it's they wanted to make 
they wanted to make the parts of it meaty that they made meaty and leave the rest of it simple. So it's almost like it's mechanically very simple, but the options are really meaty. So yeah. all of your towers defend, you know, you can upgrade any tower like uh, two or three times before then you can upgrade in one of two different directions. Right. It, it's almost like you could take a path then. And yeah. Say, okay. And I upgrade wanna... that a couple times. Yeah. And then they've got sub skills that you can upgrade a couple times. Yeah. And so, you know, while you're not worrying about funneling enemies or anything like that, you can just sit there and go, well, I'm going to, you know, take this, uh, this archery tower and turn it into a bunch of rangers that do poison damage. Yeah. Or this time I'm going to turn it into a bunch of dudes with powder guns that have armor. <laughs> yeah. The little musket. Bypass. <laughs> yeah. 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 And I don't the, know. I always go archery. Over the musket guy. Well, the, they got a faster rate of fire. I got to tell you, in some of the advanced levels, when I was getting up there and trying to three star and you know pounding my head against a wall and contemplating buying uh, extra gems that I could spend on extra money to build extra weak. towers before yeah, I weak. start, I've not gotten there yet. But I wouldn't be ashamed because supporting these guys, although I did pay for the game back when it was like five bucks. Yeah, I think it's what three dollars now, something like that. Two nine. Uh, yeah. They 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 deserve my money because I have gotten more out of that game than several sixty dollar games that I've owned. Well, yeah, and um, uh, I had a point, and I just lost it. Well, I do. I have that effect on people. Well, oh, and every every uh, level that you play, you can play it in three modes. Yes. You got your original mode, and then you got two other modes. One's like, okay, you you only have one health, so if any one dude gets through, you're you did. done. Yeah, whereas most, the original mode all the way through, you, have, you can take 20... You have twenty health. Although there are some bigger dudes who, you know, when they get through to your to the other end, they take more than yeah, one away. On on that note, am I the only person here that will restart a level if one guy gets through, even though you have oh, the no, twenty? I've done that before. I, I do it every single time. On my time. first playthrough, I won't do that. But when I go back to three star everything, I absolutely will because otherwise, even, I'm just wasting my time. Right. Even on the first try i just like i don't feel satisfied knowing i beat the level you, you have if to three someone star on the first you just quote unquote you, first you just know I mean, in your mind's eye that there's like a little wolf that's like somewhere like pillaging the village and eating babies <laughs> even though yeah. you know the, the town will thrive you know little timmy lost his i'm arm not even one talking wolf about kingdom rush because i haven't played yet i'm just saying in in the genre of tower defense i feel incomplete finishing a level if I haven't, yeah, made it I hate having one person through, right? Especially if it's really close, like you just started, right? And the one guy gets through, <laughs> and, and then you're, you're like, oh. you know, you're gonna be fine the rest of the you game. Just, you yeah. just happen to like drop something on the wrong spot right. or yeah. something, and you're just like, ah, come on, yeah, just make that guy come. Can I, can I get a pass? Can I get a freebie? Well, and in Kingdom Rush, you can buy, you can buy health. Yes. With the gems. And you collect gems every time you complete a level. And uh, you can go to the shop in between. And so those sit in your satchel, if you will. Yep. And then if that happens to you, you can go in there and add the health back on and say, screw that guy. I don't even care. Right. I'm going to keep yeah. going. And, and the other things you can buy, like coins to help build more towers and upgrade towers. That's my, that's my big I, I like the one, by I, Buying the yeah. coins and dropping like I, a Tesla tower yeah. right at the start and saying, all right, what are you going to do? Co- coins and the wicked freeze everything. For a moment of time. Weekend oh, awesome. yeah. I, don't, I never use that one. It's like, I'm I not, like I'm not here it. to slow things down. I'm here to murder them. <laughs> I like using it, but I feel like it doesn't work for me very well. Yeah. Well, maybe maybe I found that out, too, and that's why I never do. <laughs> I just like using it, because yeah. it freezes. It is a great... 
game. Yes. And of course, in between, uh, in between, you also like earn your stars that you collect for whether you run right. two or three stars a map. You can then invest in upgrading the skills of the different kinds of towers or the damage that they do, or right. you know, like you can make you can upgrade magic to where uh, you know a wizard tower will also slow enemies down, right. which would be a lot like an ice tower in. Most basic tower yeah. defense games you, you upgrade play. your villagers and your yeah your villagers are suddenly have more health they're armored up to the point where they can then throw spears so they can attack flying creatures yeah. oh that's a lifesaver in the in, yeah haven't got there yet when you're trying I'm to three close. star later levels being able for them to chuck spears at like bats and stuff so is great. which uh, in that the the upgrade tree which one did you upgrade first. Or oh, did you man. like? Did you bounce it out over time and go upgrade everybody over time, or did you like I, full in one? And I think the first time I was balancing until I realized that that is fundamentally against the the nature of RPG elements, which is to min max. The yeah. na- it seems like the nature yeah. of any RPG is you want to min max. You want to get the the biggest bang for your buck out of one thing because if you spread everything out, you're getting the absolute minimal amount from everything. But right. if you invest in one thing, you're getting the... And it's usually a little disproportionate. Usually the highest level of one thing is more powerful than all the first levels of anything. Right. And, pardon me, <coughs> I found that to be exceptionally true of, of of this game as well. I don't remember which one. I'm going to say it was probably the second time I played through. It was probably the Wizard's Tower because I wanted to actually, yeah, slow enemies down upon attacking them. And also... Because the wizard's tower at low like levels is very, it's very slow. Yeah, also lower the cost of it. It's 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 very slow, and it yeah. does it hits harder than other things, but it doesn't hit very fast. And at low levels, you tend to be dealing with like a lot of goblins or a lot of wolves, where there's a bunch of them right. that you can take out with one or two one arrow or two arrows, and and one wizard's hits more than enough, but he's not throwing them out fast enough to make a difference. Right. So when I think when they hit, when the slow, when you upgrade to the slowing effect, I think that actually has a slight AOE. He'll hit one guy, and it seems like a few guys around him will slow down yeah. too, and that became very valuable very quickly. Right. Yeah, I, uh, I went with the uh, the arrow guys. The oh, yeah, tree. yeah. That's when I went up first, and then, uh, um, but I'm finding I, I love using the artillery. Oh, artillery is my, the Tesla coil. Yeah, tower is my yeah. the Tesla tower is my favorite. And they get it chaining. Oh yeah, chaining and the area of effect. I always put yeah. it whenever there's like a horseshoe bend in the road. Yeah, so that it's got shooting out little lightning bolts just constantly. So it's just like just draining anybody walking because oh, I'm resistant to magic. Oh, I have heavy armor. Screw yeah. that. I'm cooking you all. This is electricity. <laughs> you don't get any out. Yeah, I love that thing. That's yeah. my favorite. Another game I've been uh, that you I just played a little bit of but I'm, I'm enjoying it is that tribes ascend yes yeah. this would this would this would be my my game that i've been uh playing well then week. i just segue right into you that's lovely <laughs> you segue for Se- you segued into me excuse me <laughs> excuse you sir um are segues even a thing anymore i uh, here in, no. in the mall yeah <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> i don't want someone to segue into me with one of those no i wrote a segue once at the uh the disney world how was it that'd be fun um I felt stupid. I can't <laughs> imagine. You probably look stupid. Too. Yeah, I'm, I'm, oh, I'm certain I look stupid. I'm, no I'm certain you looked typical American. I can't get around. Yeah, blah, blah, yeah, blah. exactly. <laughs> look at me. I'm overweight, but now I've got wheels. I think the only way I could have looked worse <laughs> would mobile. be on a rascal. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. But uh, yeah, for the rest of the day, I was happily on my feet because after I spent just a few minutes on a segue, I was like, you know that. Well, and they control it. 
okay, bear with me. Mounting one for the first time. <laughs> oh yeah, is uh, that's is, the good stuff. It's a little awkward, <laughs> as you know, as you'd expect. Uh, the first time, yeah. I'm, first yeah, time yeah. I'm, I'm pausing to let the uh, yeah. Go ahead, please. Uh, no, uh, jokes yeah. and things, sex yeah. jokes, uh, explicit. Uh, we got to earn that. We got to earn that explicit tag yeah. on iTunes. Um, it, when you first are stepping onto one, your nature is to say this thing is going to go shooting out from underneath me like I am trying to kill it. Which, in most of our cases, is probably a relatively accurate uh, concern, but mm, yeah. no, well, not you. <laughs> you, you. We could, you know, we can just throw a string around you and cast you up into the wind. <laughs> anyway, uh, the uh, so I was like, okay, this thing. I don't know about this thing, and I, you know, I, I kind of get my, you know, the center of gravity over it, and it doesn't go flying away. Which is that's the weird thing is there's no break to my knowledge. But I was able to get the other foot up on it, and I was fine. And and then, yeah, leaning into it, it is as natural as everybody says to control. Mm-hmm. The hard part's going really slow. And, of course, you're in an indoor little tri-segway course where it's about 17 feet long. So With there's no really... little kids around you? No, no, no. They're not allowed oh, in. And you actually have to watch okay. safety training video beforehand and all that. Oh, screw that. And That's so, yeah, work. like, you're trying not to go fast because you're just going to go crashing through the barricade and out to where the children are. <laughs> And stuff like that, but Think yeah, of the you've never been on this thing, and so it's like you kind of like lean in the wobble back, lean in the wobble back, and and I didn't, I kind of, kind of like pushed my arms against the handlebars, but like didn't actually lean the center of gravity forward, and it moved slowly. I was like, I was probably really tense yeah. when I did it, but like other people. Where you could just wobble back, wobble back, wobble back, and they were just kind of like wibble wobbling, wibble wobbling down the path, and then coming back and wibble wobbling back and getting off. Going, I don't know how people ride them things. Yeah, I don't get why anybody want one of them. And I'm just sitting there going, eh, "This is not really an ideal environment." Right. Yeah. And then you told them that you play Tribes Ascend. Right. And so here we go. And they all sat around Indian style and listened. <laughs> and I regaled them right in tales. I segued out of your segue story. Uh, I'm going to back to the. I'm going to rascal back into Tribes Ascend, which ironically, my favorite part of Tribes. Ascend is a personal conveyance uh, that is not a segue, but I don't know if anybody's played uh, the tribes games when they were very when they were popular. I was into other things, other online. When, when were they popular? Because I don't, Ooh, I've never heard of them. I, before. you know, I'm really gonna be, I'm really gonna be grasping at straws here, but I'm gonna say tribes one and two were probably early two thousands. I was nineteen ninety nine to okay. I, mm, I, mm. That was that was before I was really into Steam. I was more Xbox. Steam. I don't even know if Steam was a thing uh, at that point. I think Steam really got its bootstraps in around 0203 uh, because that was after I graduated college, where they did the whole. If you want to play the new version of Counter Strike, you got to download Steam, and everybody went, well, "We're going to play the old version of Counter Strike because your service is terrible and it crashes constantly." And now, of course, it's the complete opposite. Now, like if, if it's not Steam, I'm not interested. Right. <coughs> Pardon me. Um. So. Uh, I was never into those. I knew they were very big open world type multiplayer, not open world, but big open map type shooters. But, uh, you know, lately we have the land party thing that we do on Tuesday nights, uh, with a whole bunch of nerds in one basement. Doom room 42. Yep. DR. We are, we are, and we know that there's an irony in in how old school that is. I mean, most of the people we yeah. play with on the internet don't actually understand that no. half the people in the game are in the same room together. Well, that and everyone says, what does Dr. 42 what stand for? What is Dr. 42? <laughs> That's right, Dr. 42. Dr. 42. Doom Room 42. Um, But 
we've been playing Counter-Strike forever, Counter-Strike Source forever, and now Counter-Strike Go. And as much as Counter-Strike is, you know, masterfully crafted, I think we're all we're all feeling the itch of we got to find something different. You know, we tried to there's been a few I mean, before Counter before CS Source became a really big part of it, I know that you guys before I joined up, we're playing Unreal Tournament. Uh, the original Unreal Tournament. Which, they were doing a lot of racing games, too. Yeah. I know there's a lot of, like, and, old dusty racing wheels right. sitting in various corners of that yeah. basement. Which, playing for, for the time, game. that was a lot of fun, but I can't imagine getting into that constantly. I, could, I feel like it would get old I, pretty we, quick. I think that, but then again, I've never played racing games with that many people before. So that might actually be, you know, having all those people yelling and screaming, I get the sideswipe T-bone, you know, just yelling back and forth constantly might actually be fun. You weren't there uh, this week, but they were actually, this came up, yeah, and they were talking about how the one... <laughs> would, yes. He would turn around backwards on the track and then make everyone crash. <laughs> and once you crash in NASCAR, you're done. Like that was the game. You yeah. had to sit out to. So you don't. You don't have a spare car. No. You jump in. They'd make. You, he'd make you crash, and then he'd just idle around the track and win. So that's <laughs> why, probably why they moved not surprise yeah, me. None of it. Exactly, none yeah. of it surprises. Anybody me. who knows uh, that individual will will know. Oh yeah, yeah, that sounds about part of the course. If you, if you play Minecraft and he's been on your server, you probably you probably lost your server. This, I'm I'm going to call him out if you ever listen to this. I have no problem. I'm calling you out uh the one. You no, are the own. The own. Yeah, the own. it's not quite spelled the one. You are the king of griefing. Whether you own up to it or not. Yeah. Whether you own the own up to it or I, not. I've never known anybody who likes and is good at at it at griefing. Yes. He is an exploitation madman. Yes. But uh but but he uh he, he will make you never want to play a game ever again. <laughs> a game that you might otherwise love. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He will he, crush your fantasies. And he'll be thrilled about it. And oh, deny yeah. it to the last, but be thrilled about right. it. Yeah. Anyway, Absolutely. I think that would be a, a lot of fun, but uh It looked looked like a good alternative. The, yeah. the game mode you guys were playing was some kind of capture the flag death right. match. Tribes point Ascend game. is the newest incarnation of Tribes. It is free to play. It's got, you know, freemium elements. You can buy buy gold to upgrade things faster that you can otherwise upgrade with experience points that you earn while you play. Um I'm very early on. I've not even unlocked all the multiplayer uh types because I think you have to be level seven to uh up like unlock a lot of those but the the interesting about this game because we've been you know we something more a little more fast paced than counter-strike we've played counter-strike gun game to death which is you know pretty fast paced when you play multiplayer style where you constantly respawn but it's also kind of like knuckle bleeding fast paced and it can get very frustrating very quickly yeah it escalates if you're having a bad game it's you're you're having a bad night yeah yeah and if you're having just, a bad game, you're having a worse game. If you're having a good game, you're having a great game. Right. And it's, but, it's kind yeah. of the two extremes. Like, it's very rare to go there and be like, eh, that was all right. It's like, oh, I had, I had yeah. fun tonight. Or You're either giggling or rage again. quitting. Yeah, I'm yeah. never playing again. That's yeah. exactly right. So, you know, we've done all that, and we tried UT3, Unreal Tournament 3, which I really liked, but I think... That was that was a really polarizing game because there was a lot of skill involved with doing really well in that game, and the learning curve was—I don't want to say we had a steep learning curve. It's Unreal Tournament, but it was sharp. It was very, we'll very sharp. Sharp is an interesting word. It was very much you had to be dead on. Yeah, you had to have your, and we didn't give it enough time for people to 
garner people, those skills. People were and still already, in the rage quitting. I'd yeah. already played a heck of 2004 and 2007. Unreal Tournament 3, for me, was just the next turn, you know. You know, I, I was really into 2004. I did skins for 2004 on them, their interwebs. And yeah. uh, so I really, really liked it. But also, I like the vehicle combat and the bigger things, and everybody else seemed to be not as into that. So it's like, all right, how do we get something that's a little faster-paced than Counter-Strike, but not as intense as Gun Game, and has a little more open area? And that's where Tribes Ascend comes in. And yet still holds the qualities of all those games from what everyone found fun of them. Yeah, It's yeah. very difficult to find a game everyone likes. Well, plus, most games really... I mean, we're, we're a land group. We don't mind playing internet games, but we're a land true, group, and true. most games are not built for eight players or ten players right. anymore and they're not really eight to ten player friendly in most cases at least the kind of games that appeal to us i'm sure there's a lot of stuff out there that people enjoy but right you know we've got a specific older group of gamers that getting them eased into things is is tricky yeah but you know we tried this game out and what i really like about it is that i've only been playing deathmatch i haven't played any uh, capture the flag but what i really like about it is that the maps are very open very outdoorsy open hilly environments that um, are spe- specifically geared toward a, toward a mechanic in the game, which is called skiing, which is, you know, a big thing about tribes, and I don't remember, it might go back to the first one, but you have jump boots where you can, you know, like a lot of games now, where you jump and you keep jumping and you sail over things. Well, they have the skiing feature, which is, I, it seems like the kind of thing that probably was born of an exploit in a previous game. You know, someone figured out, like, hey, if I tap on jump a bunch of times, I ski, and then they just made a game where they introduced the feature. I don't know, that's completely you know anecdotal i have no idea if that's a real thing but it seems like that so you you know you can toggle it on or off or you can hold down a key and what you do is you become you're you become frictionless it's like your jump boots engage without lifting you and it doesn't drain your jump boosting ability because you're not actually lifting and then you can just slide down hills and as you start coming up another hill then you jump boost off so that you're not slow down you don't slow down your speed and then you let go so that you when you get to the other crest that hill you come down on the down slope and you can get to moving pretty darn fast yeah and pretty fun it's a fun way to move around yeah it really is i I didn't play but i was watching you guys it was it's a lot of fun if people when uh scum picked up the flag and started cruising around oh he was so proud of himself he was just loving life yeah and and he's the hardest one i've always said the group hinges on him he's the hardest one to get to play a different game uh in in some ways to change yeah yeah but but yet if you can get him to like something, you know, like even even after just playing it a little bit, then he's like, I can see us playing that sometimes. Yeah, and I'm like, okay, that's the biggest seal of approval we've had since you know Team Fortress Two. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we uh, you 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 get the flag in deathmatch. There's a flag which I believe makes it so that because there's a fixed kill count or a, a death a lives meter where it's yeah, kind of it like in the, in the battlefield way you have both teams have a, a certain amount of lives, and as people die, those lives drain, and the first team to get to zero loses. The flag, in this case, I believe, slows how quickly that drains or maybe, you know, changes the ratio to how many deaths actually count as a death on that meter. My, my one concern... So you want to have the flag, right. even though all you're doing is straight up killing each other. My one concern with that type of game style, does that promote camping? Because, I mean, you, uh, you don't want to die, obviously, yeah. but do, what do you think? You, in this particular game i mean it's kind of open mapped you right said, in this so. particular game it in no way encourages camping first off i've seen almost no one in my i've probably played 20 30 rounds at this point i've seen almost no one that sits and snipes or camps right you pretty much you get the flag and you try to get going as fast as possible 
because so it ends up being like a chasing game. Yeah, almost. it's a chasing game yeah. because nobody wants to. Um, nobody. I mean, when you get the flag, there's there's a few guys on the team who their sole purpose and to them. I mean, it's not like dictated by the game or anything, but it's, we got to get the flag so our team doesn't lose. And then you got the guys going, I got to kill people so our team doesn't lose. Right. Right. So you got guys just chasing other guys and shooting other dudes, and you got a handful of guys on the team just chasing the flag. One of the worst things that can happen is if your whole team is chasing the flag, and I've seen it, and <laughs> you're forgetting to kill the other team that much, and the other team's killing you while you're chasing their one guy who's yeah. really good at skiing with the flag. But the funny thing is, you get the flag and you start skiing around the outside of the map, and you get going 90 miles an hour, and dudes are trying to ski to catch up with you, and they just can't, because they're also trying to shoot you. You don't care about shooting anybody. You're just trying to hold the flag, which will get you points and medals and XP and stuff like that. And so you're just skiing as fast as you possibly can. And I've been chasing these guys who are good, and I'm like, I swear, there's 400 yards in between us, and now there's 500, now 600. And then it's like, all right, I'm turning, and I'm going to ski right through the center of the map to try to cut him yeah, off as he comes fine. back around because he's skiing map. around the outside of the map. And I, it's a blast because you can just choose to play it either way. Right. And and both ways are beneficial to your team. Yeah. Now, on the downside, because it's so big in open area, you know, the guns don't feel... Uh, well, they don't feel that accurate. And then that, that's, that's but maybe, maybe, maybe that's what they were going for. Right. There are sniper weapons. They're really hard to use because the distances are so huge. And once you get zoomed in enough to hit a guy... You can imagine the speed comes yeah. into play. Oh, too. yeah, the speed and just the herky-jerkiness of the movement. But don't get me wrong. There are people who pull it off, and it's like, wow, you deserved every bit of killing right. me just now. But, uh, well, I've had some masterful kills. I was skiing at 90 miles an hour with the flag once, and I come leaping over a hill, and I'm flying through the air. I'm seriously doing 90 miles an hour minimum. And this giant juggernaut dude, which is a heavier class, just manages to like rock it up right in front of me. He times it perfectly. Rockets up right in front of me, and boom, I slam smack into him. And I don't. I'm the juggernaut. I know. And I slam straight into him, kills my speed completely, and he just melee attacks me dead right there in midair. And I was like, dude, you deserve that. I could not pull that off. I, I do not have that kind of movement accuracy, especially when you're skiing and you're frictionless. It's hard to turn and make right. adjustments. So it's a, it's a lot of fun. I, I really like it, especially for a free game. If you like shooters, and the best thing is it's fast-paced without being like a knuckle-cramping. T- it's not intense. It's a relaxed, almost fast-pacedness because there's a lot of movement, but it's not overcrowded like a lot of other uh, free online shooters are, which I think have crowding issues in them. It's, and, it, and it controls like a shooter, not like an MMO. Right. It's not an MMO, not really. No. Um, but, I mean, uh, some of the other games that are out there, uh, what am I thinking of right now? Home War? What, what's what's the other big... I shouldn't throw these questions just blankly yes. at you guys. <sighs> but it's, I, it's I've played one. a couple of the other shooter MMOs, and and they feel like MMOs. Even when I'm shooting, they don't feel... You know, it's like the first Mass Effect. Oh, Planet, like, Planet Side 2 is one. Planet Side 2. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's, it's like the first Mass Effect where people complain. It doesn't feel like, you know, I'm shooting them. I have the target ready to go right on them, and, and the shot's going wide. It's kind of like that because the physics, the, the game engine doesn't feel like a multiplayer action engine. It feels like an MMO engine that's been forced to do this. And, and maybe I need to try Planet Side 2 on, on, on my newer PC. I haven't tried it since the old one uh, and give it another shot. But it's just, yeah, and there's a lot of crowding and stuff like that. This game is just straight up, hey, you're in an, a, what's relatively just a battle arena. Just go crazy. Yeah. And and that's refreshing. It's, it's it seems very like, enjoyable. Yeah, yeah. It's it's, it's kind of it harkens back to a to a simpler time of shooters, and at the same time is uh, is it has these kind of new elements. Yeah, in it I actually had a a, uh, a little bit of a, <coughs> um, a quake experience. 
the, it just felt like that. Here, we're throwing you in a map. Oh, yeah. Go go shoot. Well, also, Quake was full of crazy mods and stuff that could do some of the weird things like yeah. that. Yeah, I missed the grappling hook, though. It didn't have that. It didn't, uh, but, of course, we didn't have sliding back in Quake days, but... It was. Yeah. It was. Uh, I'll bet you someone had sliding back in Quake days. <laughs> Probably. I'll bet you. Even yeah. though the surfaces weren't, weren't all the floors in Quake like perfectly straight, ninety degree floors. Um, I believe so. I don't recall. I mean, you could have you could have crooked walls, but I don't recall there being recall any, any like any, uneven yeah. floors. I don't either. But I'll bet you there was like some ice rink mod type things out yeah. there. <laughs> yeah. It. Uh, yeah, it was pretty enjoyable. Good. So, I, I, I'm going to play some more of it. So taken away from this, games to check out. Dust and Elysium Tail. T-A-I-L. T-A-I-L. Uh, and then we've got on the iPad... Kingdom Rush. Kingdom Rush. Rush. Yeah. The name escaped me. Kingdom and then Rush. finally, Tribes Ascend. Picking up and trying all these games will cost you about $15 total. Yeah. We all are, three We're not them. breaking the bank on anybody. We are... We're uh, we're cheapskates. Yeah. We only, we only throw in the full amount of cash when we know it's something... Or we've done research. Yeah. <coughs> Right. Once once we know it's worth it, right. or the price drops again, cheap's great. Yeah, yeah. Everybody likes a good Steam sale. So anyway, so the big announcement this past week, we need we need like a theme song for news. <laughs> da, 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 da. <laughs> a, a button to press. I like that. News. That was a little trombone. Maybe that's it. We need a trombone. And now it's time for news. <laughs> that kind of thing. It's hard to do it on cue because then I start to laugh. Right, yeah. <laughs> uh, the big news this week was, of course, the announcement. What's, what's the big news this week? The big news this he week. He was just about to tell us and then you interrupted him. What? The big news this week was the <laughs> announcement of uh, Microsoft finally coming out of the proverbial closet and announcing the Xbox One. So ah. Microsoft has a, it's done it's it's it we can all breathe a sigh of relief. Microsoft has announced the original Xbox. Yes. It is, has an 8 gig hard drive. It looks like a VHS player. An 8 gig hard drive, four wired uh, uh controller ports and uh and Halo Combat Evolved. That's that's not at all <laughs> what? what it is. What? <laughs> Xbox One, Xbox which is how, One. which is how I've always referred to the original Xbox until right now. What I have to now say, the original Xbox, because Xbox One is the third incarnation of the Xbox. Correct. Yes. I, I, I've been, you know, I'm a podcastaholic, is which I'm sure has fueled uh, my desire to want to take part in this monstrosity that we're doing here, and I've heard no one come out and say, "Is that not the dumbest title they could have given that thing?" I want to hear. I want to hear uh, raw. Well, Talk to me. Actually, I you know I was listening to uh, Jeff Gersman on uh, another podcast. He's going to get a shout out at every single one of our podcasts. I think, I think. so. It's a thing. He's going to learn but to hate us. I, I wasn't listening. to Everyone will hear Bob. us except for Detroit. I was. <laughs> yeah, screw those guys. <laughs> yeah. But I wasn't listening to Giant Bomb. I was actually listening to him on Twit, and he was. Uh, the people on Twit was like, "Okay, after we sit and stewed about it a little bit, yeah." Okay. Well, okay. And I got to thinking, it's I'm like, inoffensive. I, sure, I, I I understand the name because it's not a gaming console. It's not like right. this yeah. is our only thing. Right. It's the so one the X. All the one, one X to rule thing. them all. Yeah. I get that. They, I think it's, it's kind of. It's more of a multimedia center. They, they could have. <laughs> they could have come up with a better. At least name so though. far. I mean, yeah. until we get to E3 next week. 
we're not going to see the the side of that system that would get us excited. Right. That was definitely a press conference that was there for the the bros and the the dad bros and the. I mean, when, the when you have like dogs, when you have your EA guy come out and go, "Hey, everybody, everyone, breathe a sigh of relief." I would like to hear today. Are you ready? Are you glued to the edge of your seat? Announce that we're bringing out uh, Madden uh, in uh, NBA Live and, and, uh, and FIFA. FIFA. Uh, yes. We're bringing those to system. And uh, curling. Uh, yeah. 2015. The, the best part is, first off, there was nothing in that whole press conference that elicited an immediate cheer from the crowd. But you could hear the pin drop right after that, except for the EA employees, which went, oh, that's our cue, and start cheering. That got the loudest cheer of everything in the press conference, and I'm like, I mean, of course, oh, just, I want you to know, we at Electronic Arts are looking forward to the cash grab. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, of course you're going to offer those games. They are the, some of the best-selling, well, NBA Live has not traditionally, well, but it looks like they're, they're giving another go. They're best-selling because you can make the same game every year and just change the players. Right, it's, it's, it's very iterative. I mean, it's game. the kind of thing that you really, you know, can I please pay $10 a year to update the rosters? <laughs> nope, and, you'll pay 60 Yeah, you'll, you'll like pay it. 60 and uh, well, the answer to that was no, I won't, but lots of dudes will. Oh, correct. The last Madden game I owned was 2002, which, by the way, wicked good Madden game. <laughs> I, I, I think I have like on the GameCube a 2002. Yeah, or it was something. on Xbox One. I yeah. 2002 is great. Wait, Xbox One? Uh, I'm yeah. Saying. God, Ugh. you have the new Xbox, the original Every, Xbox. Uh, yes, I got Madden got, 2002 on the original on on Xbox One. It is backward, backward That's compatible. Impressive. It's future compatible. That is <laughs> impressive. Yeah, no, that's see there, and I'm going to run into this issue all the yeah. time because they now I you could call it like the Xbox Unity or the Xbox All or the Xbox. We're not going to really do any one of these things really well. Or so the Xbox, Xbox you settle for playing games, even though we're going to inundate you with your ads and options. That's too long. That that last one was a little long. Well, they can make a Wicked Good, you know. Like, yeah, okay. just shorten it. Or, or the Xbox Wicked Good. The X, yeah, Xbox Wicked Good that would sell uh, in Jersey. Like nobody's business. Ah. I, I just good. I feel like Xbox One for the exact reason that I just had my little faux pas, which was unintentional. I told you I would, and I did. Yeah. Um. It. I, I feel it was like scripted. that's the. It was not. <laughs> you fool. That, that that's the. You. I know what they're trying to do, and I still think it's silly. I, I think it's a, it's a poor decision. Now, ultimately, is this going to matter? No, everybody's already getting used to it. And it's not like someone's going to walk into a retail store and say, I want an Xbox One, and someone's going to, oh, you mean this 8-gig thing that we still have sitting here, you know, covered, covered <laughs> do, in molded mushrooms? Besides, like, <laughs> besides Disc Replay or some, like, refurbishing store. We don't even have them? any of those places. Disc Replay. Oh, no, we do. They changed and they relocated over by walmart on really Coldplay. they're called mega replay right now mega replay same company See, i never even stuff. got into the old store i was wanted to i was a mcvans boy but now that the mcvans you, are closed, you should try i think it's a bigger store so i think they were doing well can we pour one out for mcvans you know here the, those of us here and 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 the kind gentlemen the kind listeners in evansville indiana can pour one out for McVans. The one on Georgetown has that big Pac-Man on the door. Yes, I wanted to Let's steal. Let's buy it. that building. It's already bought. I well, Did I don't some, know if somebody moving into it. They were are doing. They, they were doing work on the inside. Like are they removing the Pac-Man because that's going to incite. I a haven't riot. seen them. It's going to incite a two-man riot. If you, you and me pa- with bricks if and you bags see the of flaming dog gone, poo, I have it. I'm taking the Pac-Man. <laughs> you need to get that Pac-Man. We will find room in this basement because I'm pretty sure it's just held on by like. 
two steel bars on each top. So you just slice, 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 and then you carry this big ass with your with your magnetic katana. Think of my front door, steel my bars. front door that like slides like a hobbit house. I've never and it's seen a your Pac-Man. front door. Oh, like, but theoretically, you could have a a hobbit door. Yeah, that that's is a Pac-Man. Freaking Pac-Man. That would be the greatest hobbit door of all time. And and yeah. there are some iconic hobbit doors. Yes, there are. Bag and- End comes to mind. What? <laughs> That's that's the iconic Hobbit door. But yes, that's actually a, quite a bit bigger than your Hobbit door. Yes. That's a yes. man-sized Hobbit door. Well, I mean, it's a Pac-Man, not a Pac-Boy. So boy. would it be called a Hobbit door or would it be called a man door? I'd call it a man-sized Hobbit. A Hobbit-style man door. There you go. Uh, no, wait. A, a Hobbit-style Pac-Man man door. <laughs> Pac-Man man. Pac- by the Pac- way, Pac-Man by the way, squared. By the way, if I ever become a professional football player, I'm changing my name to Pac-Man man door. <laughs> no, there's... I just wanted to throw that out. I think out. you should change your gamer tag. No. That's too embarrassing. I love my gamer tag. <laughs> which I'm not going to hand out. I don't know why I'm not going to hand it out. I don't remember the last time I did anything involving multiplayer multiplayer or anything. You know what? I'm going to throw it out. My gamer tag on the Xbox Lives, which I'm never on, is Wait, no... Wait, get your pens and pencils ready. Well, one reason is because you don't have Xbox Live anymore. Well, I don't have Xbox Live Gold. Everybody's oh, got Xbox Live. True. I don't pay for Gold anymore because the only reason why I would these days would be Netflix, and I've got two Rokus, so what's yeah. the point? Yeah, we talked about that last yeah, time. Yeah, and I'm on the Prime now. I'm, I'm suddenly Amazon I'm Prime. I'm waiting for that gamer tag, please. No odd job. N- space. O space. O-D-D-J- Oh, be throwing it out there because you know what? I am nowhere near the hundred friends friend limit, (laughs) and I don't imagine I will be after this either. Xbox One has like what a thousand? I don't know. Have they even said? Uh, I heard something about that. This is gonna sound weird, but who has a thousand Xbox? Everyone in the press, and that's been a big thing. Is it for the entire eight eight years? This the three sixty's been out. They've been complaining and complaining and complaining about the fact because they're friends with everybody else. That's the thing. Everybody you know doesn't own a three sixty. Everyone they know owns a 360. They yeah. buy them for their parents and their siblings. They have all yeah, their friends, okay. all the developers, all the all that. the editors, every all the PR managers. And so it's been a big thing. And they've been complaining about it from the start to the point where the public was almost starting to care about it, even though 0.0001% of us would even be affected by it. Until yeah. finally, a few of them, as they matured in their career, started saying, guys, we're the only ones who care about this. Right. But only we, one who remotely cares, yeah. I would even dare to say. I, I probably, at this point, I, at one point, at my height, I might have had 25 friends, and I'm probably down to probably 15. I'll bet you several of them I, have deleted I'm even deleted thinking back, back when I played Halo 2 on the original <laughs> Xbox. Original that, Xbox. That was the game where... If you play a match and you crush the other team, you invited everyone in your game on your team to your party. Yeah. And then you play a couple of games. If you keep doing well, you add everybody. Yeah. And I was doing that. I mean, you're making new sets of four friends every night. Oh, yeah. The but, early days of 360s, I was getting friend invites from people I played with. and I, I People you don't even remember playing with. I wouldn't. Yeah, exactly. And I would never accept them because I'm like, I don't know you from Adam. I don't what. But even if you did, I wouldn't even have filled up all those no, slots. I wouldn't have either. If I'd accepted every single one of them, no. I don't think I'd have had 100 I, friends. And I, I could even see myself adding groups of people every night, and I still don't think I would have filled I them. guarantee you right now, if we walked in the other room and we turned on my 360, there'd be three of my friends online, all of them in Netflix. Yeah. Guaranteed. Not a that's, one of that's them. That's all I use game. mine for. I have I have three cellophane-wrapped games for a 360 that I just haven't gotten around to I have turning nine. it on and playing them. I have nine games. Nine games you haven't played? Well, I, Assassin's got, Creed yeah, 3, yes. I'm, I got for Christmas last year, and I and I 
I really want to play it. I didn't play Re- uh, Revelation or whatever, but I played up through Brotherhood, which is one of the best games I've ever played. And uh, and yeah, I, I just can't get motivated. If you saw my Steam library... <laughs> oh, I, have, I don't want to bring up... I'm not bringing Steam library. I'm I have, talking I'm, solely 360 game. My Steam library I'm is gonna pretty bring, I'm going to bring it up because I buy games. If they're like under $15, I'll look into them automatically, yeah. no matter what they are. Yeah. I'll look into them. You're a cheap game addict. And if I'm relatively interested, download it. Don't care. Yeah. And then I'm looking at my library. I play like four games... <laughs> religiously yeah and i've got like 30 that i've never even touched yeah of yeah. which yeah. portal yeah. one and portal two haven't played yet now that got, got is, them both for free i just haven't played that yet. is a cardinal sin yeah. not not, not that i don't want to because now you're playing with portal friend yeah that's the tagline i know i know he goes how he's he's crying now. <laughs> there's tears in his eyes yeah. i know if but again I just his had, ringtone we brought that up last time if i, I was wearing my portal shirt right now you'd be in trouble i probably would have left yeah he would actually would have turned around and left he would have a license to punch you in the face if yes. you're wearing his portal shirt. i would have blocked it obviously <laughs> with your mad bl- portal punch blocking skills yes yeah 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 well uh, never mind <laughs> anyway, anyway i i was just pointing that out back to Whatever it, you were talking about, I yeah, games that you would get we haven't had time to play yet. But and, we want and to. right, and so it's Xbox Live, and and part of the reason is, you know, in the press conference, I I didn't notice it. I kind of watched the live stream, but it kept cutting in and out. I was kind of bounce bouncing back and forth between IGN's live stream and the actual Microsoft live stream because they both kept locking up, but at different times. So I just kind of ran them both, and then I'd pause one when it locked up and jump into the other tab and resume the other. So I missed a few points, but apparently they actually showed the old original 360 UI for like a fleeting moment of the blades. You guys remember the blades? When did you? You might have not even had a 360 when they had the blades. Uh, the UI the was blades? all about you had the blades where you hit the bumpers, the left and right bumpers, and like one blade was videos, one blade oh, right, was yes. games, one yeah. blade was settings. And it was fast, and it was poppy, and it was easy to use, and then they started updating. <laughs> oh, my God. Now, I realize Microsoft has been over-promising and under-delivering on all this uh, crazy functionality since the 360 came out. But to their credit, and I think they mentioned this in their press conference, they've been saying, hey, we didn't design that thing to do any of that. We were just constantly seeing, what else can we do with this thing? And to their credit, they accomplished much, very little of it other than letting me stream Netflix but me never doing so because why pay for it when no one else charges me to do so except for Netflix? Um, they 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 were pretty, you know. They they brought this functionality of you know selling videos, and so I think they kind of plan to do that all the time. But just all the different kinds of access, the cross media or not cross media, uh, yeah, sharing with your PC and stuff like that. Okay, great. But the problem I had with this thing is that I felt like. All of that stuff started to get in the way of what I wanted to do most, which was to play games. And at first, it was, I just wanted to throw a disc in and fire it up, which, you know, you throw a disc in and fire it up. You set the settings to do that. You can still do that. But I also, I started getting more into Xbox Live Arcade games. Originally, when they were actually releasing a lot of demos for top-tier games, which that well seemed to dry up pretty quickly when when suddenly access to demos became a premium feature or like an early uh, pre-order feature or stuff like that. But back when demos were a, w- a way to get people to buy games, 
Red Dead Red Dead Redemption. Absolutely. <laughs> like playing demos for me was huge. I would download so many demos and play and I'm sure some marketing idiot sometimes I say that we have a marketing degree. But some some marketing person at some point was like, Oh, these people are playing more demos than games. We need to quit offering demos and put them behind a paywall. <laughs> they're and they're it, enjoying the demos and not buying the games. Yeah, it's kinda like I'm buying the games because I'm playing the demos. If I'm playing a lot of demos, that means I'm probably gonna buy more games. And so yeah, there were several games I would have never bought if it hadn't been for the demo. Uh, I'm going to say Crackdown 1 was one of those. I've got a friend who loved the Crackdown games. I love the first one. And you like know, nobody's business. The first one, the reason he got into it, he never would, he said he never would have bought it ever. Yeah. But it came free with his purchase. Oh, so really? He bought it. I don't know if he traded his Xbox in an upgrade to an Elite or whatever. Yeah. Whatever he did, he got free Crackdown. Right. And free crack he down. loved it. Yeah. Loved it. I, I played the Snada. That was one of the first games I actually took advantage of Xbox Live because back then I only had a couple of close friends with a 360. It was pretty early on. And uh, one of the, and one of them had that. And we would get on our favorite thing. We'd just get on, go camp on a bridge and see. And like we'd take turns. Who can make the worst traffic pile up by throwing something <laughs> explosive or shooting out? The best was you get your sniper rifle out and shoot the front tire out on a car and it goes careening it while well, it's doing 60 miles an hour and it flips over and causes a giant traffic pile up and then you just watch we just while watch you, the while carnage. you stretch your hands over the scene and say dance puppets yes dance. yes exactly <laughs> there was oh, we loved that um by the same token the demo for crackdown 2 is what made it clear to me that i didn't want to buy crackdown 2 yeah so there's you know there's a swing on that, but demos and Xbox Live Arcade games. Be, I, I, I was really surprised at how much I was attracted to the Xbox Live Arcade games. Uh, I, going in, I didn't I, small independent games or even just small games. I wasn't really that into, but this this generation changed that for a lot of people, me included. And I'm at the point now where I boot up my 360, I can't find that stuff. Right. You know, I got in there the other day. I, I booted up for the first time in months and months and months, and I realized I still had like the Halo Three or Halo Reach, one of the Halos like theme in my background. So I'm like, I want to change that because that's just dumb at this point. <laughs> I'm not excited about whatever I was excited about when I assigned that to my background. I spent 30 minutes trying to figure out how to change my theme, which you would naturally think was under what. Settings? Settings would be where you go, and it ain't there. It ain't there. Do you it's know like, where you change your theme? Um, probably like parental something, maybe. No, that's under settings as well. I don't. I have no idea. You go to the social tab. Social. Because, social. Because everyone can see your theme. Yeah, because everyone can see my theme. I don't. Maybe. Maybe they can't. I don't know. No, but they absolutely. Yeah, can. they absolutely. Can. So yeah, you go to social, and then you go into like change your avatar i think and set theme is in there and that's why and to sum up and i could actually create a much bigger philosophical debate over this that's why i don't trust microsoft with all-in-one type things because i feel like when they try to figure out the simplest way to something there's going to be at least a a double digits percentage of things that they're just going to completely miss the mark they're going to just they don't Microsoft has never been about organizing things for me. They've been about giving me ways to organize my things. And Windows 8 and the, and Xbox and the Xbox experience have changed that. I think because they're looking at Apple and they're looking at iOS and they're going, "See, you know, these guys are pretty much telling the way people should do computing and they're just doing it." So we should do that too. And I'm sitting there going, "Whoa, your niche, guys, is to let us be in control." So when they try to do all this, I just I don't have the faith that I'm going to log into an Xbox One 
and get to be able to quickly do what I want to do. I feel like they're going to inundate me with Dorito ads until my eyes go crossed. Right, yeah, and, and uh, they've definitely went all in yeah. with the one. And it, it's it's not a gaming console. It's it's a all-in-one box that does games, and uh, which is kind of a bit different than what Sony's doing. Right. So I, I'm really curious to see At what, least what's that's going their, to that's their angle on it so far. Right. I mean, again, they make their most money on the fact that they stole all the bros. You know, the bros had PS2s. They did not have Xbox. Not that many people had Xbox Ones. I mean, comparatively, I I I loved mine to the point where I trying to convince everybody I know to get one, but not that many people had them. And so this last generation, Microsoft stole to them all from Sony. Right. And so they know that they want to appeal to that side at least when the investors are watching, because that's where the money comes from. Now the investors are watching this press conference, but our bros. I don't think so. Bro nachos? Yeah. <laughs> I don't <laughs> no, think the bros... going to be where it's at. I think the, the people watching it are the hardcore gamers. And guess what? Yeah, they're also going to be there next week watching the live streams during E3. Right. And I think we're going to get a lot more of that meat and potatoes. Yeah. But what I think where Microsoft has to step up their game is that they need to address the all the negative press they've been getting about how they treat indie developers over the last few years. Although, you know, games like Braid and uh, the one that you play that we can never remember the name Limbo. of. Limbo, yes. We Limbo, love Limbo. Yeah. We all played it, but we played it on your system. What? Um, Don't tell anybody. What? Not, things never happened. Um, what? These are incredible games that <laughs> that uh, were big on... three. I mean, 360 allowed them to get the market that they had, but it seems that a lot of the developers of these games have come out lately and said, we don't want to work with Microsoft. I mean, look at Phil Fish and Fez. Uh, if you guys don't know, you know, Fez, great game. I'm actually really close to buying it on Steam because I want to play it on PC. Uh you know, Fez comes out on 360, and there's a few things broken about it, and they try to fix it, and I, I broke it worse. I don't know. And and he just pretty much, and he's always been a talker. Phil Fish, he is a one-man PR disaster, and he's also like a one guy out of a two- or three-person team to make their game. And he said, hey, we'd love to fix stuff for you, but it costs $40,000 to do an update because Microsoft is sucks. Yeah. And Microsoft comes out and says, whoa, 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 we said we'd work with you and stuff. But then others started, other developers started coming out saying, yeah, we Microsoft's too expensive to work with. And I'm like, what happened to this whole thing early yeah. on, where this was the well, this was the gold them. standard? Yeah, that's what that's what really made the, uh, a big reason that made them uh, kind of win over. Yeah, oh, oh, you know, over the PS3, it, it brought a lot of the hardcore people over. And where the hardcore goes, most time the bros, the, where you make the money, will follow the people who buy the Maddens every year and all that stuff. You, that, I mean, the hard, but the hardcore has to get invested in you first, and it's not that. It's not that the bros listen to the hardcore, but the hardcore are the ones who set. That's where the press starts going. That's yeah. where you know. That's where that's where people start investing because the people reading the websites are the hardcore. Yeah, well, and, and a lot of people, you know, popular, uh, you know, against popular belief is, you know, a lot of people just buy one system. Yeah, you know, it, I don't know where this whole okay, we're going to have an an Xbox One and a PS4 and a Wii U. In my post college you know, days, I've known. One guy, and even he says he's not going to do it this time around. Yeah. Although when the prices well, come down, I wouldn't be surprised if we did. Yeah, well, you know, and and over time that might happen. But Strom, yeah. you know who I'm talking about. <laughs> um, he actually said he's downloading a. a I podcast. know. He just right before we started, he texted, "What's the we name of your podcast?" Five, five, five. We're up to five. Oh yeah, yeah we're on five. <laughs> High fives hey, all around. Oh, yeah. yeah, all right, all right. High fives. Um, so <laughs> yeah, you just clipped. So yeah, way to go. Yeah. 
That's fine. Don't high five the microphones. There you go. Yeah, it's softer. Uh, so yeah, I, you know people <laughs> people right off the bat they're they're picking one. Yeah. And so you know my choices are I can get this Xbox One that touts, hey, I can watch TV and play video games. Right on. Uh, or I can get the PS4, which is. Yeah. You know. And, and that's the thing. Am I really going to be able to watch TV on this thing? I mean, okay, it's got an HDMI in, but is it going to communicate with my direct TV stuff? Supposedly. That's what, supposedly. Supposedly. That's why that's I talk. Um, yeah. I, you know, they. Because, I mean, they, cause, I, mean the, like, I the IP streaming stuff they do right now is well, if you have Infinity or if you have Verizon Fios. Well, I had Verizon Fios, but then I had Frontier Fios because Verizon sold out in our area to Frontier. And so, no, I don't get any of that. Yeah. And that's always been pretty frustrating. Yeah. So I was going, all right, if it supports it, are you? is it actually going to be able to control it? The rumors I'm hearing yeah. is that it won't be able to read what's on your DVR. Right, yeah, and yeah, yeah you're going to have a 500 gig hard drive, so I, I think... Does it record? It's, no. They, that, the, I have not heard says, anything about it being an yeah, actual DVR. Microsoft, Microsoft has said it's currently not going to be a DVR. Because they, but, can't, hey, they can't get that licensing, yeah, that's why. But, the, you know, down the road, they've left themselves open for that. <sighs> but again, the down the road stuff is what scares me the most. But why would you want? Why would you want it if you have a 500 gig hard drive? Every game has to be installed on the hard drive. How would you have room to use it as a DVD? Yeah, that's the other thing. Every single game, even the game, I mean, you buy a game on disc, it has to be installed on the hard drive. I don't. And I don't agree with. There's that. still well, I think that's strictly for speed and performance. Also, one of the things that can fail is your DVD drive. DVD drive and the Blu-ray drives are are going to be more expensive. I think that's something with good intentions, but still obnoxious. I think I think a 500 gig hard drive makes it pretty obnoxious. Right. I think if you're going to start mandatory installs, you you should be looking at like two terabyte, three terabyte drives. Right. If you're going to say that, if you're going to say everything you buy has to be permanently on there, then well, not necessarily permanently on there, but whenever you want to play it, you have to install it. But I mean, it's be like okay, I have to erase my entire game completely if I want to get rid of this data file. I'm betting they'll let you save the save games. You th- but yeah, still, I think five, they'll. I think they'll exclude those. Five hundred gig wasn't even enough for my. Or I had a. I had an elite, which was a hundred gig. Yeah, and that's not including games. I was just. I don't even demos and like movies. Yeah, maybe? that's the thing. Downloadable that's games are going to become much. big too, and so that's like you're not want to clear those because how how long is downloading a downloadable game going to take? For some people, that's still an overnight thing. Right. For a lot of people, for some people, it's not even possible. Right, and especially if you want to keep it for. I don't know, a week when your friend, your buddies are in town for the weekend. Right. You're like, hey, check out this game I've been playing. I found it on the demo. You guys, would you be interested in playing this? And now you're forced to be like, well, now I want to delete that and play this other demo, but I really wanted to show them. So, uh, yeah. what do I do? Yeah, I, I really think the minute that space management becomes an issue on your console, you've got, it's a bigger issue. It's like those those paltry 20 gig drives did not go very far on, uh, on and me, I had, I had a 20 gig. And when my first one red ringed, I upgraded and managed to get another 20 gig. But it's funny, I just, I was in the market for the 120 gig drive, but they cost, you know, more than a dollar a gig, which was ridiculous at the time, still is. And I, uh, unless you're in the market for solid state, but I wander into a Kmart of all places because there was one near my old house. And I think they must have gotten one in and realized no one in this area is buying upgrades to electronics, <laughs> especially if they have to install it themselves, even if it's as simple as snapping it on. And so they had it marked down to like $60. And I was like, oh, just bought this. Like, and I call a guy up at, that I worked with who was looking for one, too. I'm like, I just got one for 60 bucks off the shelf. He's like, where? I'm like, I got the only one. 
I just wanted to rub your nose in it. Because it was like a, such Suck a huge it. deal because these things never came down in price. And since I've had that on there, it's not been a big deal. But if that was my number one gaming thing for every day, if I never used PC, if you know, if even if I uh, used my Xbox to purchase videos and stuff like that, which I don't, that except, would except be... For the fountain. I mean, yeah, we did. Did we watch that on 360? Yeah, we did. We watched The Fountain on 360. You know, you would almost think that we were high before we watched that movie. <laughs> because that movie got us high. Yeah. High but, on life. Oh, no. High no. on something <laughs> no. terrible. Something very sour. <laughs> you know, it, the the artistic side of me going, I, I enjoyed that. And then, like, you know, my upper brain function was going, just, we need to shower. We need to shower. <laughs> not, not together. No. No, we is in my upper brain function uh, and me. Oh, now I'm on board. Yeah, now yeah. I understand. Yeah. So, that- but another thing I was thinking too, um, if this is supposed to be an all-in-one kind of thing, that kind of limits you from taking your Xbox to your buddy's house. Yeah, you know? yeah, you got to unplug your. I never thought about that. You got to unplug and, your Directv you or your, your whatever, and so it's just yeah. dangling unless someone, unless yeah. you've got another output running your well, TV. And you have to take your Connect with you because you have to have that hooked up as well. Yeah, the Connect has to be hooked up for it to function. In my understanding, that's a that's a good point to bring up. That's a very good point because that's you know we don't They've do got, a lot of that, but we have. Yeah, we have. We have done that. Yeah. You know, they had to have come up with some kind of solution for it though. They've probably just didn't. Think I don't. No, think, I, don't I don't know. Think they have. I think, I think they, they want to be the permanent fixture in yeah. your in your living room. And here's the other problem I have with that whole concept. And I know trashing on the Xbox One. You know, it's funny. I've seen more people going, yeah, it's real in style to trash on the Xbox One than I've actually heard people trashing on the Xbox One. So I'm going to go, yeah, it's real in style to defend the Xbox One and go ahead and trash. They want to be the, the one thing in your living room, but they haven't done anything to alleviate all the other things that have to be there. Yeah. Your right. receiver still has to be there. Uh-huh. Your set-top box still has to be there. And, oh, not only that, they're adding this giant VCR-like box plus the Connect unit that's got to go, assuming, over right. or under your TV. They're crowding it and not removing anything. No. I'm like, if you cannot take the place, even if it means I have to get a freaking cable card and shove it up your uh, electronic posterior to get you to function and at least remove my set-top box, you're not doing me any good. You're not you're not solving any problems for me. I mean, I'm I'm okay navigating my different devices. It's called spend $50 on a Logitech smart remote yeah. that will control everything for you. Mm-hmm. Life's suddenly very easy. I mean, when a smart remote can turn everything off and only turn on the things I want to watch and change them to the channels they need to be on for them to operate, and I just sit there and wait a few seconds, this, this all-in-one media center becomes virtually useless. So basically what you're telling me is I either buy an Xbox One... Or for five hundred dollars. For five hundred dollars. Well, I don't think we know the real price yet. But there's speculation. The, yeah, spe- you're, yeah, you're absolutely correct. Um, or I buy a PS4 and a Logitech smart remote. Right, and here, you know, and if we're going to compare it to the PS4, here's the other thing. You know, PS4 has got they've got the same amount of memory, but the PS4 has got the faster DDR5, and supposedly the Xbox One will have like some kind of a super cache on the CPU that will also be. You know, hot piping speed. Yeah, well, they, they have, they have to, to one up. up it somehow. <laughs> right, even though they have the slower DDR3. Right. Here's my here's my thing, and this is solely me. Yeah, the cross media bar on the PS3 has always been a much lighter experience than the heavy handed uh, UI of the 360. Ever since they've updated it in you know into the Metro, what they used to refer to as the Metro style interface. If I've got eight gigs on the PS4. 
and I got eight gigs on three. And I and I know I'm I'm talking like eight gigs is the be all end all. There's a lot more that goes into. It, but I'm just saying I have light specs on this, light specs on that. I am speculating that because Microsoft's into the uh, the hot swapping functionality of the Xbox One and the fact that it multitasks and that you can just pop in and out of different things that you're doing, watching a video, answering a Skype call, like instantly. If that's their big thing, how much of that eight gigabytes is going to be consumed by just running the operating system and that stuff while I'm playing a game? Three gigs. Yeah. Is, is it, they, just, they, they dedicate three gigs. Three gigs. So that's five gigs left where, for playing a game. Yeah, that? I had not. You just blew my mind with that. Uh, <laughs> he, he did the math. <laughs> I just did the math right there on the yeah, spot. You guys are amazing. Good. How many petaflops are you? Uh, You're very point, petafloppy. 1.23. Oh. Uh, uh, no, I, I it, it, this uh, I'm just reading, reading it off wiki, so Wait, it may or may not uh, be true, but um, still something to go off of. It's yeah. They're saying they're. Uh, I would have assumed it would be between like three, three and four, yeah. and and that's a significant chunk. So if I were Sony, and right now Sony seems to be really anxiously trying to pick up where Microsoft has unbeknownst to Microsoft, apparently, or they don't care, drop the ball. Like, Sony's been courting indies a lot harder. They've been uh, developing their architecture to be easier to develop for it, because the cell was apparently, the cell processor in the PS3 was apparently very complex uh, to develop for. So they're doing, they're sending out, like, really cheap or free dev units, which normally cost tens of thousands of dollars to to indie developers, because they're courting them really hard. If they, I think it's an opportunity for them to go with a much lighter user interface, that doesn't inundate you with all the slop, which, and that's, I'm sorry, man, that's what I'm going to call what Xbox throws at me. Dorito ads, TV shows I'm not interested in, all this stuff. I want to do what I want to do. Let me put where I, what I want where I want and don't ever show me your garbage. TV ads are huge. Yeah. Yeah. Even, it used to be music videos for, yeah. who cares about music videos anymore? MTV doesn't. <laughs> you want a music video? YouTube, YouTube, YouTube is the yeah. Right. Well, and, 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 oh, and, and, and oh, by the way, the 360 has there. YouTube now, but it's also behind a paywall behind yeah. Xbox yeah. Live Gold, which I think is ridiculous. I already pay for YouTube. It's called my internet service provider. <laughs> Not even that, but it's like, what are they charging you for? I you're charging nothing. you're charging for access to something you have. It was you originally turn it was originally we're going to give you multiplayer and other perks, and everybody Please. kept going. What are the other perks? So they finally went. All right. We're going to take away some of the stuff we give to everybody, and now those are the perks. Have, like, have they talked about Xbox Gold? No, forward? I don't believe there has been much, but I got to believe it's going to cost money because they're talking about that oh, subsidized you know model. It. You know it'll cost money. And uh, the subsidized model is apparently going to come with like a two-year $15, the speculative, uh, it'll be two-year $15 uh, a month gold subscription for like a $300 Xbox One. But again, this is all still speculation. I... Uh, I I just Xbox Live to me is one of the biggest ripoffs there is. There are if you don't play multiplayer, and even if you do, you can still make the argument because nobody else charges money for right. it. Right. You know. Well, going back to the the hardware a little bit, um, I I don't know. I think developers are going to go with uh, the uh, lowest common denominator since so both the X eighty six architecture. They're both. They're yeah. gonna. They're gonna go with the lowest common denominator, which is. I mean, uh, they're gonna develop for the least powerful one. Yeah, they're they're gonna yeah. develop for the Xbox. And as anybody who owned an Xbox One, oops, I mean Xbox original Xbox. I did it on purpose that time. Uh-huh. Ah, I get as, it. As anyone who owned one of those knows, yeah, 
if you own the most powerful system, you're going to get games that were made for the least powerful system. Yeah. Because you'd always get PS2 games ported to Xbox, and it was like, this game sucks. It's not, this thing doesn't do anywhere remotely what my system can do. And you knew that because the Xbox developed games were just blew the competition out of the water in terms of fidelity, graphic fidelity, sound, and things like that. But yeah, that's going to be the case. And thankfully, it sounds like they're pretty close. But I mean, even just, you know, let's say Microsoft's eating up three gigs of that for their operating system. And I'm going to say that's conservative. If they're really planning on multitasking, that's going to get inflated. Um, if the PS4 well, keeps their that's OS... Base. That's not like if I'm running an app in the background. Right, or right, yeah, right. Like Skype. Exactly. If the PS4 can keep that stuff from running in the background or keep it very minimal, then that could affect something as simple as draw distance. You know, I can remember back in the day playing like Dynasty Warriors 2 or whatever on a, on a PlayStation 2, and dudes were popping in three feet away from me while I'm running around the field of battle. I switch over to the Xbox, and I can see them for 100 yards. And that kind of thing can start to show because that's a simple way to go. All right, well, we developed for the 360, but hey, we got more horsepower over here. Let's jazz, you know, let's turn, crank this dial up and see, you know, without too much extra development cost, let's just stretch this out. Okay, yeah, that's better. Release it. You know, it's gone gold. Yeah, because it's that simple all the time. But I mean, I can, I can still see that ball falling in 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 Sony's favor. And I've never owned a PlayStation. I, you know what, I never have either. And I was talking with a buddy of mine who, he's experienced PlayStation and Xbox, kind of yeah. got an Xbox, sold it because he didn't play it, got a PlayStation because there was a game coming out, loved it. Yeah. And then he he ended up buying back an <laughs> Xbox just for the sake of, hey, I still have friends that play. Yeah, everybody Halo. else has the Xbox, right. right. But from his experience of having both, inadvertently, like having one at a time, now having both, he says he only plays Xbox when he gets a text of a friend saying yeah. they're getting on Xbox. Other than that, he's, I mean, computer side, he's PlayStation. I have always been uh, a staunch, well, since my since getting an Xbox One, X, an original Xbox, <laughs> dang it. <laughs> what since, are we, two for yeah, three? Yeah, uh, we're, we're two for three. Or we're one for we're three. One for we're three. one for three. We're one for three, yeah. Um, since getting that, I've always been a huge Xbox fanboy. Um when the PlayStation 1 came out, I had the Nintendo 64 because I wanted the four-player, multiplayer GoldenEye. You know what I mean? Which PlayStation. By the way, when you're a freshman in college, that was a huge social tool. Yeah. Um, and I was glad I went with it. And I would always rag on the PlayStation, even though, you know, it had full-motion video well, cutscenes. Well, you had... And, if you had an Xbox, you rag on PlayStation Well, right. Owners, when no I got the what. Xbox it's later... Like and the Xbox was just a toss of time. I went to Best Buy. When I got my Xbox, I went in completely uneducated because I've been a PC gamer for a couple of years. Here comes and the I Best went in, Buy. The yeah, well, yeah, the Best Buy. You've all heard the story. I went uh, in and I'm like, what do I get? And the guy said, get an Xbox. Like, okay. That's not how he talked. No, I know. It's, it changes <laughs> from week to week. <laughs> get an Xbox. <laughs> so, <laughs> that sounded better. Anyway, I, I, and so, so that was completely up in the air, but I became an Xbox fanboy because of really the hard drive was the big selling point. Then you didn't have to do a memory cards and junk like that. Yeah, that's that was huge, and I and and I, that was just such a great machine. And so and the PS2 at the time, I look at the PS2 and all I saw was Japanese RPGs. Which I'm sorry, yeah, the the finally the Western culture has caught up with where I was years before which is i'm done with that stuff it's too obscure i don't have the time to wrap my brain around weirdness my, my character is a five-year-old girl in a miniskirt not yeah. okay however i am to the point now where i enjoy that stuff ironically <laughs> <laughs> I, well, I, when i yeah when i made Terra, when i made my Terra character yeah, oh, yeah it was definitely like all right this is gonna be ridiculous just for fun <laughs> but uh 
But I, w- I was done with, the- and so and that's what I looked at. I'm like, a PS2 is a wasteland of that kind of stuff. And then, so when the 360 came out, I said, I'm going this all the way. PS3 was way too expensive out of the gate. They, they and they got beat hard for it. They got they beat were up both. Hard. They were both expensive. Hey, my mic's going all over the place, Howie. What? I'm going up and down like crazy. I'm calling you out. It's you hear me? It's because you're moving. You are moving. I know. But I uh, you're getting so into the Xbox and the PlayStation. I was. I yeah. And and but I'm at the point now where I'm gonna have to, if I I'll, I'll say if PS4 comes out and it is more game centric. That's what I'm going to be attracted and to. And I'm right with you. I'm thinking once I see what's out, once I see people doing reviews. Yeah, and whatnot, we could completely change our tune next week when we see all the Microsoft right. stuff. Yeah, it's nothing concrete. It's just the way I feel right now, my past Xbox experience and what I know about PlayStation, Yeah, I'm leaning towards PS4. Yeah, and that blows me away. For, yeah. I just, it's, I've never it's been a weird thing for me. more than anything. It is. I've never personally own a playstation ever yeah i've played them cousins or friends whatever it's just it's bizarre to think about yeah it it shouldn't be it 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 shouldn't it shouldn't be but you know fanboyism is is whether subconscious unconscious or otherwise it's a thing absolutely and you you always want to back your camp right right but the three of us represent your game console the three of us (laughs) the three of us here are pc gamers right now more than anything Uh and you know as a lot of people are as a lot of hardcore people are but when you get to the tail end of a console's life cycle but, uh, yeah, I, I got this weird feeling that if Sony can keep the experience simple, that's what I want. It's not because I'm an old geezer. It's because I've no. got a, I'm have got a tech nerd. I've got a thousand techie things. Yeah, I have an iPad. I don't want to use it to control my 360. You know, I've, I've installed Smart Glass, but I've never actually used it. I, I, none of that appeals to me. It's like I want to use this device for what it's intended to do. And I don't want you to smear those intentions out across a thousand things because it's just usually well, if you yeah. if you try to be the jack of all trades you are the master of none. No. Yeah, well, the, yeah, their intent their intent now is definitely to to, to be that jack the all trade jack yeah. all the trades. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, well, hey, that's a whole lot of discussion about the uh, the Xbox One, and that's probably enough. To bring us wrapping up, I would think for a one really big meaty cast. Where are we at? What what mark? Where are we at? We are Close to at one twenty. Uh, yeah, the one twenty one. Oh. I'm, I'm sure after by the time we get to our next cast, is that one hundred twenty one minutes or an hour twenty one? Hour twenty one. Okay, hour twenty one. We're gonna have different feelings. This podcast is gonna sound dumb, but I, once we get more information of it actually coming out in E three, oh yeah, I feel like opinions will either drastically change or will strongly. Dip yeah. our feet in the concrete of the PlayStation. I'm hoping that they literally are so incredibly nerdy next week that you know I I don't even want an like an exec up there. I just want developers in like in in like you know cosplaying the characters. Yeah. I want it to be beyond nerdy because what we got essentially at the big reveal was a was a was a stockholders conference call with you know a screen behind it. Yeah. I mean those guys were sticking so much to the teleprompter that I mean everything was just phoned in when it came to we didn't we didn't have any any crazy jay allers or even back when peter moore would flash the fake tattoos of grand theft auto 3 this is the day it's coming out because that's what he sounds like i don't know but uh the, just the kind of crazy stuff they used to do none of that and it was always it was always forced but it had its charm this had none of that none of that it no. was just very stale very well and it's, it's a different it's a different era it is it is I, and, and, I'd like to say, hopefully, 
will be pleasantly surprised. Right. That's what I. That's what I'm hoping for. All right. I, I want. I want. I want wild predictions for next week. Next week, what's the craziest thing that comes out of the of the game conferences? Uh, uh, any of the, any of the big three console conferences? The like, are you talking? Nintendo counts. The feature wise or uh, anything? Any? What's the craziest thing that anybody? Mic- Microsoft flat. <laughs> You think if Microsoft falling flat would be falling flat would be crazy? I think that's what's going to happen. Oh, you think it's likely? Oh, yeah, okay. oh yeah, yeah, that, and that would be. You know, ooh. you know what I, I don't w- want that to be true. You know what I'm I want to see? Is. I want to see Nintendo come out as top dog. Right. That's what I. That's what I want to happen. I want Nintendo to redeem itself after all this bad right. stuff. Yeah. I, I mean, I just want them to come out on top and say. Hey, guess what? We're back. The, yeah. the stuff you loved, here it comes. Yeah. Like we know this is a Nintendo player, so this is right. how we're going to take it to the next that's, level. That's what I'm that's what I'm hoping. I that's you know, I'm... it's funny for for 10 years, you know, since since before the GameCube came out, since since pretty much my Nintendo 64 support was totally abandoned 2 years before the GameCube came out, which which pretty much cooked me on Nintendo. Other than a DS, I've never really gotten into another Nintendo system. Because I was angry that they just totally cut bait on all of us 64 people to prepare for the next system that they rolled out, which I felt continually alienated. When the Wii came out, I was like, everyone else going, this is the dumbest thing ever. And then, of course, it sold bajillions. And um, I, I've, I've been down on Nintendo because while it was selling like crazy, I'm like, no, no, this thing is still stupid. You don't understand. You can't. It's making it's all a, the money. It's they, a trap. They have all the money. And yeah, I'm like, it's a trap. Just don't buy it. It's. I don't know if that was Admiral Akbar or Nixon that I just channeled, but <laughs> but, I, but I was just constantly fighting with everyone tooth and nail. Like, yes, I know you love this thing, but it's stupid. It's a baby's toy. I like playing the Mario Galaxy. Yeah, okay, yeah, that game's good, but it's still just waggle. It's not even motion control. Well, if you get the Motion Plus, oh yes, buy additional Nintendo uh, accessories because that's always gone well for everyone. They're always highly supported. I was just always angry at the fact that everybody's <laughs> buying into Nintendo, and now with the Wii U, everybody's like. It's tapered off completely, yeah, and 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 it's and it seems really dried up. And EA saying we're not even developing games for it, you know. EA said we got no games in development for the Wii U right now. That's something they said recently, and it's just it's not anything you should ever say to the community ever. I know, right, right. It's just like yeah, you should probably kind of shut up about. That. Well, you know what they're doing? They're if they're telling the truth, they're telling people where to go to buy their games because they want to sell their games. So it yeah. makes sense in a way. Yeah, I, yeah. I but guess there's two sides. To the, the, the the thing that I'm looking at is, you know, okay, they're taking it on the nose right now, and I get that. Uh, their console release was completely confusing, but man, yeah, I'm almost in the same place you are. I'm like really ready for them to turn it into something, but yet they have an underpowered console when it comes to the next generation. But So was the Wii, but people were not smart or had not bought iPads and iPhones yet, and they wanted to play silly games. Yeah. And I, I know there's good games on the Wii. I've played some of them. But um, they, se- they seem to be in a very fluctuating market. Right. They'll do great, and everyone's like, man, I love this. And then all of a sudden you're like, well... Uh, no, well, no nin- thanks. I'll Nintendo's back away. really since the I'm going to argue since the N64, you know, with a few rare exceptions like you know Goldeneye, right. Nintendo machines have been Nintendo players, meaning they play Nintendo games. Any third party is going to be completely hit or miss. And so you never and and in the last generation they would start you know kind of shooting out the licensed properties and the my you know not the My Little Ponies but the cartoon properties <sighs> and the kids games and stuff like that and they didn't want to invest their A tier on a low powered system yeah. that had a strange controller that was not comfortable to use in any other way but you know waggle 
control. And they just, the third parties just started abandoning left and right. I don't, I don't know if Nintendo was too big for its britches or if they just really, it's, I mean. It's hard to say what. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and so hey, I'm at the point where it's like, I want them to pull it out, but I don't know what, what do you do with that thing? <laughs> right. That's, that's why I said I'm hopeful. Yeah. Like, what, I mean, that would be, I don't, that would be wild. If I Nintendo came out and just dropped the mic. Man. I have, I have no idea how they're going to do it, what they're going to do. Maybe they won't. But if they do. It'll be mind blowing. Yeah, that, that's all I'm gonna what, say. What if Nintendo did like some kind of crazy Marvel team up? Like, like, all right, th- we're gonna make it story. Mario and Donkey Kong actually have to make up, be- you know, because they've been fighting over yeah. the blonde chick for thirty years. They got to make up, and you know, what if they did like some kind of crazy crossover that's not necessarily like Smash Brothers, but like a big epic? You know, look okay, like Disney Infinity. You know what that is. Yeah. It's kind of the Disney answer to Skylanders, where they're bringing all their properties, and in uh, in toy box mode, you'll be able to use a lot of like Pirates of the Caribbean and Incredibles and stuff like that can play together in the toy box mode. What if they did something, um, not Smash Brothers, but something story-driven that actually turned the Nintendo properties into worlds within... Yeah, and that, you know... That in, would seem in, like a big sell. In the spectrum of that, it wouldn't really be all that difficult. No. I mean, you'd oh, be, of course not. You'd be taking games and stories that you've already done and just meshing them together right. in something more epic. Right. Right. Or, or you know what? Look, here's a philosophical question, and we're, we're going to wrap up on this. Okay. What could Nintendo do that is new? Or could Nintendo do something new? Not is it in their DNA, but would the public even accept something new from them? I think so. Really? I well. I mean, other than other than the, the the fanboys with the glasses that they push up on their nose and go, I love all the Zeldas equally. Like, <laughs> not those people, but I mean, like the masses. What would drive people to buy a Wii U in terms of something new? I, I mean, I, you can't go violent. You can't go adult because that always just seems like such a such a gimme for Nintendo. Like, yeah. oh, here's your bloody game. We've been yeah. asking for it. I, I think uh, geriatrics gone wild. Geriatrics. Well, that would have been perfect on the Wii because everybody had one in the old folks' home. You know, you had all the old people playing uh, yep. old people bowling. Old people bowling. Old bowling for old people. That was the name of that game, wasn't it? Bowling for old people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, could they? Could they come up with a new property and have it be as epic as the same games that they come up with a new version of every console cycle? Could they? Could they do another Mario? Could they do another Zelda? Because I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you, Pikmin ain't it. You know what no. I mean? The stuff I don't. I think Miyamoto. I you know, really and truly. I mean, the man deserves credit for being a legend. I don't. I don't know. If, I don't think he's got it in him anymore. I mean, could I, they do something on that scale ever again? I think the possibilities there. I don't know if they will open their idealisms to it. Yeah, I wonder if abandoning the race for better technology because whether that well, they could be profitable I, on it. I think they could be tripping over their own shoelaces right now yeah they they're thinking we got to be one step ahead of all these other guys well no they're thinking we got to be one step aside right well we got to yeah, be on our they, own path. they have to be in their own dimension. yeah so we don't have to compete because we're they on our need own to, track they need to slow down look at what they have and say okay we've got this let's just make it let's make some badass games for it right let's get some good stuff good content out there so people buy this and then we'll start pushing forward Hey, what do you guys want? What can we do to make this better? I feel like their unwillingness to compete on like the 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 graphics and technology and stuff like that, which I get, 
but yet I can't stand gimmicks either. So yeah. waggle control in the screen and stuff, that's all stuff that is incidental to me. It will never attract me to a system. It doesn't, I don't necessarily hate it. If it's used well, I'll enjoy it, but it does nothing to attract me to something. Um, if their unwillingness to compete in the, the other standards is part of what's tripping over their own shoelaces, because, you know, when Mario 3 came out, Chris, I'm sure you remember when Super Mario Bros. 3 came out. Absolutely. It was, it was gorgeous. It was the most beautiful game. You know, when, when Adventures of Link came out, and it was a side-scrolly, the, you know, which, you know, alienated a lot of people who loved Zelda, but it looked so much better. The color palette and everything looked so much better in Zelda. These were huge, big deals. When they came out, they were beautiful. Mario 64 was amazing when it came out, but you don't get that from any of these games anymore. Now the question is, okay, it plays really well, but how does it look? Oh, it looks good. That's the best you're going to get out of like a you know Mario Galaxy yeah. or like a, you know a big epic Nintendo story Metroid uh, Zelda whatever release is oh and and it looks good too you're yeah. never going to get tack that on it's the thing you know All right and and I I miss that I miss that being a part of those properties you know when Mario World yeah. came out it was amazing it, 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 uh, not right now we'll never get there no. No, but yeah, I, I think yeah, I, I Howie, I agree with you. I'm I'm worried about Microsoft falling flat next week and having it just be, you know, a sequel of what happened before without much new meat. I'm yeah. hoping it's not the case. I don't think it'll be the case, but I'm worried about it. Uh, and, and Chris, I agree with you. The wildest thing that could happen would be Nintendo to come out and just you know freaking drop the mic right on everybody's faces and storm out of the building. You know, throwing up the peace sign, smoking a dube. <laughs> <laughs> well, on that imagery, uh, hey, we haven't had any emails from, what? from Od- oddly. All, all one of you. Oddly. We, we have not received any emails from our listeners. So please, please email us uh, your questions. Uh, granted, we are not authorities on anything, but we'd love to chew on any topics that you throw at us, provided uh, we deem them uh, inoffensive, or even if they are offensive, they're probably we can probably greenlight a few of those here yeah. and there. But email us at uh, GameCast, one word, because if... Two words don't work in emails, do they? Gamecast at betterkind.com. The name of the podcast is Gamecast at betterkind.com. Email us there and uh, get us your questions, uh, concerns, and talking points, and we'd love to share. Uh, and, uh, you know, we'll we'll go ahead and share your social security number and credit card numbers. Anything you want to throw in there, yeah. we'll broadcast the world. Your gamer tags, <laughs> like yours truly. But uh, in the meantime, we're going to wrap this one up. I am uh, I'm your, your faithful, uh, uh, completely congested host, Corey T. Wilson. I'm Wingman A, Chris A. Stump. And Stephen J. Howie. At Master Control, we out! 